0: Hey, loves. Thank you so much for tuning back into my podcast. We are now on episode nine. Yay. I am so excited. Thank you, Lord, that I've made it nine episodes. I'm sorry if my voice is a little crackly or if it sounds as if I'm a little congested. I'm trying to fight off a coat, but um, I'm going to still record this podcast as if nothing is going on, okay? This week's topic is intimacy with God, and I really wanted to focus on this one for episode nine because episode 10, I have a surprise for you guys, so there's going to be probably a week delay um, with the recording of episode 10 because I will have a guest speaker speak on episode 10. I won't reveal who it is. You guys have to tune in to find out who will be speaking on episode 10 of my podcast, so I'm super excited. I'm preparing for that, and I wanted to... Um, focus on intimacy with God because a lot of people have asked me, you know, how do you know that you have a close relationship with God? Like, how do you know that God hears you when you pray or, you know, how does it feel to be close to God? And intimacy is a form of closeness. It's when you're close to someone, um, when you're in close relationship with them and communion with them, um, you trust them, Right. So when you're intimate with God, that means that you seek God in everything that you do. That means that you trust God. That means that you yearn to be close to him. So first, how can you be intimate with God? Well, you can be intimate with God through prayer and reading his word. Let's talk about prayer first. I read a quote by um, a pastor of Gateway Gateway Church. His name is Robert Morris. And I read a a quote that he wrote in this plan that I've been reading in my Bible app. I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with U version, but I have the U version Bible app and I absolutely love it because it gives you different plans that are based on different things that you may be going through and it really helps keep you grounded in the word. It helps you understand what you're reading. So I always search for different ones. And the one that I'm reading right now, if you guys would like to read it, it's called In Jesus' Name. And in that Particular plan, I read a quote that said um, by Robert Morris that says, You'll never be able to put God first in areas of your life if you don't put prayer first. The power to put God first comes from prayer. so let's talk about prayer. Prayer is an open communication between you and God. There is no specific way to pray just long as you address God and Jesus Christ and make it known that that's who you are praying to." you can pray where you are, how you are. It doesn't matter. When I pray to God, I pray to God and I make it very personal. My relationship with God is personal, so I always address it in a personal matter. And when I pray to God, I pray with an open heart, an open mind. I don't hold back anything that I know I've done wrong because remember, God knows everything before we even come to him and bring it to him. So when you pray to God, you pray vulnerable, you pray... um knowing that you were at fault for some wrongdoings. You you confess your, sh- your shortcomings. You confess your sins, and you repent of those sins, and you ask God, you know, God, I'm trying. I know you see me trying, but I just need your help. You know, this is a this is harder than I thought it would be. I'm struggling way more than I thought I would, and it just seems like everyone's against me because I'm trying to do what's right. So I need your help. And when you pray in that vulnerable and that open state, God will come in and God will help you in areas that he see that you are weak. But you can't go to God feeling like you're not at fault of anything because God knows. And that's like a way of coming to him in a prideful, egotistical moment. No, you have to come to him and you have to really be like, Lord, I'm sorry. And, you know, I did this. But when you do, I know when I do, when I pray to God when I did something wrong and I've made a mistake, God always makes me feel so much better after. Like it's like he instantly forgives me. Maybe because I believe that he does, and it's said in his he said it in his word. But it feels like as soon as I open my eyes, I've been forgiven. As soon as I open my eyes, I've been set free of whatever I feel was holding me down. And sometimes the hardest thing for us to do is to forgive ourselves before we can even ask God for forgiveness. So I encourage you in those moments of happiness, sadness, whatever it may be in your life, to always see God and pray. Make sure prayer is like the start of your day. My daily routine When I wake up in the morning, I typically wake up before 4.30. My alarm goes off at 4, y'all. But I don't get out of bed until about 4.30 because I just, I'm not a morning person. But I asked God, I said, Lord, I want to record my podcast and I want to start doing them in the morning because that's the time that I spend with you. And I mean, I was so tired But God woke me up in the morning and said, get to it. And like, you know, when he wake you up, because it'd be like, no hold no to the bed. You got to get up. He makes it uncomfortable for you to even attempt to go back to sleep. So he woke me up. I came in the room. I started doing my studying. And it's like all the thoughts that I wanted to come to mind for my podcast just started to flow. So I knew that this was the time that God speaks to me. And it was at one point in my life That God would wake me up every single day. I was working on, I was working, doing my business full time. So I wasn't actually going into anyone else's office at this time. And God would wake me up every day at five o'clock in the morning. And I said, Lord, I don't have, you know, a set agenda. I don't have an office to go into. Why are you waking me up at five o'clock? Because he wanted my attention. That's when he wanted to talk to me. And God will pick odd hours. It was one time in my life where he used to wake me up at 2 o'clock in the morning to speak to me. But when God wakes you up to speak to you, you get up. Because that's that closeness. That's that intimacy and that time that you spend with God. That's very important. Because in that time, he will share with you... Information that you had been wanting to know, he he would answer prayers in that one prayer in that moment. So whenever God wakes you up or make things uncomfortable or direct or disrupt things in your life, God is trying to get your attention. Attention, and God wants to talk to you during that time. I'll share a quick story with you guys now that we're talking about prayer. Um, it was a few years back. I was going through something very heavy in my life and I felt myself losing myself. I felt myself going into a slight depression and I couldn't figure out why I was letting the particular relationship or that particular person have such a toll on, take such a toll on me. So because I wanted to be back to my old self and I mean, I was starting to turn bitter. I was starting to have a cold heart and I said, Lord, I know you didn't create me to be like this because I've always been a very loving person, a very um generous heart and I've always cared about people, I've never been cold-hearted. So I went to a a, a group of um a connection group that my friend was hosting at the time. She still hosts them to this day. But I was attending regularly and she had spoke on prayer and she spoke on how, you know, you could pray to God and um you don't have to pray to him in any specific form, you know, just pray. But she also said, after you pray, sometimes sit there and wait for God to speak to you. And I said, Hmm, wait for God to speak to me. I've never had that before. I doubt he'll speak to me. But it, it really piqued my interest and it really made me go home and want to try it out and see if God will speak to me. So that next day, that next morning, after I started my day, I prayed. I got on my knees, I prayed. And I said, Lord, I'm hurting. I don't know why this situation is taking such a toll on me. I feel like I'm losing myself. You know what I'm going through. I just need a word from you. I just need to hear your voice. You know, it was I was informed that I can sit after praying to you and hear you speak to me. So I just want to hear your voice. Let me hear your voice. And my heart was open. I was hurting. I was vulnerable. So I waited there after I prayed for about two minutes and God never spoke. So I said, okay, I'm going to get up because he's not going to speak to me. He hasn't spoken yet. I'm just going to get up. A minute later, it's like the like the spirit told me, don't get up. Because I attempted, to, but I could not get up. And I sat there. And a minute later, you guys, God started speaking to me. And when I tell you, oh my gosh, I'm getting emotional, you guys. I didn't want to get emotional about this, but it was so real. He spoke to me. And I heard his voice very clear. And he told me, verses, he recited his word to me. And my mom always told me, if God ever speaks to you, it's in the form of reciting his words to you. And he spoke to me, you guys. And it was the most angelic. I can't even find the word to describe it. But just know that it was so powerful, you guys, that I kept my eyes shut so tight. I never, I didn't want to open my eyes. I said, Lord, take me now. I don't want to go back to reality. I don't want to go back to earth because I was so moved at the fact that God just spoke to me. I heard his voice. And in that moment, I knew God is real. God will speak to you. And his voice is one like no other. When you're close to God and you have that intimacy with God, you will know his voice and you will know when he's speaking to you and you will know when it's for you. But you have to yearn for it. And God knew. And there's other ways God could speak to you that's outside of his voice. He could speak to you through his messages. He could speak to you through um, other people that he may send in your path. But I feel like God knew at that moment in my life that I needed a word from him. He knew a message wouldn't do. He knew a scripture wouldn't do. He knew someone talking to me on his behalf wouldn't do. He knew that I needed to hear directly from him and God did just that. And when I tell you guys, my eyes was closed, so shut, everything that I seen while I had my eyes shut, it was just all light. That's how you know God is light and God wanted us to be lights. So if you want to be intimate with God, you have to yearn for him. Like how we yearn to be close to our significant other, how we yearn to, you know, have friends and maintain our friendships and how we're so hurt when, you know, relationships and friendships fail. We have to put our trust in God because God won't fail us. Yes, we want to have a little bit of trust for those that we're dating and, you know, our friends and those that are close to us, but we can't give them our complete trust because they're man and they make mistakes. But when they make mistakes, we have to learn to forgive them for their mistakes because they're human just like us. But we have to be close and draw close to God and, draw, and God will draw close to us. We have to yearn to be in his word. And reading God's Word, you'll understand his ways. I used to, I told my dad before I said, dad, this may be funny, but it's true. Before I started getting closer to God and really learning more about God and really wanting to be closer to God. I said, I used to go to church and the praise and worship would move me. And when the preaching would start, I would drift away. My attention wasn't there. I said, but now God has allowed me to grow so much in my walk, in my my relationship with him, that he allows me to be moved by the message. The sermon moves me, you guys. The sermon is what feeds my spirit, what fills me up. The sermon is what makes me cry. The sermon is what makes me feel convicted when I know that there was something that I've done that week that I probably shouldn't have done. I i don't want to, I make it, I say it a lot, but I make it very clear to you guys. I'm trying just like the rest of you guys. I'm not on here to act perfect. I'm not on here to poise like I've always had everything in order and in line. No, But I've always wanted to grow closer to God. I've always yearned to be intimate with him because being intimate with God, I really feel like I'm worthy. I really feel like I'm not who I used to be. I really feel like my past can't haunt me because your past will try to come back and haunt you for what you've done before. But when you're intimate and you're close to God and when you pray, he'll make everything all right. He'll forgive you. He'll let you know. I forgive you. I expect greater of you, but I forgive you. I see you trying and that's all he wants. So be encouraged today. Today, Don't lose faith because you haven't talked to God in three weeks and you're afraid that he may not answer you. He's waiting for you to come to him. He wants to be intimate with you. Stop yearning and stop trying hard to be intimate with your significant other or the next person because Remember, you're forcing it. That doesn't mean that God had it for you. You're just trying to do it because that's what you want. Start praying that God's will be done in your life. Start praying that. And I was talking to some young ladies over the past weekend and we were talking about, you know, when we can sense that God is trying to speak to us, but how do we discern it and how do we know um what God has for us I said well you have to continue praying and seeking him because but you also have to say Lord not my will but your will be done I want everything to go according to your will so therefore you may be glorified and we have to get out of our own way because we can't la we can't allow God to work if we're trying to hold on to what he's trying to let go of But read his word, really read it to understand it and pray. And those are the two key things that's going to make you yearn for him more and more and more. And remember, after you pray sometimes, sit there and see if God will speak to you. If he don't speak the first time, try it again and again and again. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, never stop praying. Never stop praying, you guys. Let's go ahead and close the podcast off with a word of prayer. Dear Lord. Thank you for this powerful message on being intimate with you, Lord. Thank you for your grace and mercy that you bestow upon us each and every morning. Thank you that I was able to speak on your behalf to encourage and uplift others that there is no greater relationship than the relationship that we have with you. Help us to yearn to be close to you. Help us to yearn to hear a word from you. Help us to yearn to always seek you in all of our ways and everything that we go through. Help us know that we are not who we were before. We are not the mistakes that we've made in the past, that there is still room to grow, that there is still an opportunity to be better each and every day. We love you, we praise you, and we thank you, Father. In your Son, Jesus Christ's name, I do pray. Amen.